Yo, what's good? It's your girl Zelly Vibes, and you're listening to Lyrical Spit. You can follow me at Zelly Vibes on Instagram or all platforms or www.zellyvibes.net. Ahlan, beautiful beings. Thank you for downloading and listening to Lyrical Spit. Please share, follow, rate, and subscribe on your favorite platform you consume your podcasts. Just in case you don't know who I am, I'm the beast from the Middle East. The Yemeni maniac, the modern-day sheikh, and a proud Yemen-American, Thayfala, the butcher Dobashi. I'm not a sports entertainer. I'm a professional wrestler who loves to entertain. Now you know. Get all the show links at lyricalspit.com. Warning, parental advisory is recommended. Oh, f- just listen. Broadcasting live from my compound in Tacoma, Washington, this is a Saysaha Dynamite Productions. I would like to give a shout out to Pat Lanos and the Lanos Brothers for hooking me up with this great intro music. This is volume 12 of Lyrical Spit, and I am so glad y'all can make it. I do appreciate each and every one of you. Shukran Idhanikum. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing this Lyrical Spit journey with me. I am looking forward to seeing where this journey takes us. You know, there is so much negativity being distributed by the media and social media. I do stand by my quote I came up with. Hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance. To everyone out there in the whole universe, and for the people in the United States, you do not have to wait and do this on the Thanksgiving holiday. I want you to call the Lyrical Spit 24-hour hotline at 360-200-8779 and leave a message and I will play it on the show. The message I want to hear I want to hear what you are thankful for. And it could be the smallest of things that would help spread positive vibes. The number again is 360-200-8779. Speaking of vibes, I am so excited to announce that my guest on this lyrical spit is Zelly Vibes. So we are spreading positive vibes. We are going to have Zelly Vibes. Let's see what other vibes we can get or come up with on this show. I will be right back. I'm going to kick off this show with this new single from Roisy Rothschild, all the way from the UK. You can check it out on iTunes, Spotify, and all major platforms. This is Roisy Rothschild featuring Lottie. This is House of Cards. Right so hard. Got a royal flush like one of them poker stars try so hard But it all came down like a house of falling cards Drive some cars Every wavy in Mercedes Sipping jelly I've got scars But we built this from the ground up Full of hearts Tried so hard Got a
the records, I'm hitting your screens. Mercedes Benz, let me keep it all clean. Roll with the kettle, I keep it pristine. Running a label, a milling machine. Life can be hard when you're living your dreams. Teach chatting the shit when you're killing the scene. Royal flush with a king and a queen. Going all in like a sting from a bee. Always feel fresh, never blow the gauge. Run the business on a flowing stage. All these artists, shit, you know I'm paid. I'm self-employed, don't get a wage. I work off for in seven days. That's seven different cash flow, seven ways. That's all legit. No cheddar haze and a sparkle. Lemonade, so get the rum and the cherry aids and the family barbecue and the bevies made and the chip and dip and the mayonnaise and I sit in the whip and let the fragrance blaze. You watch my socials, haterade, but my dish tune like Gatorade. We don't get wet, but we stay in the rain. Double JDs when we gliding planes, changing apps when they hide our names so they can't find us at our place. Came from the bottom, had our grazes, told rag top left, had our changes, changed the pages, then become strangers, ever change faces, roads become famous, contagious, winning at all stages when we smoking, smoking flavors. Got a royal flush like one of them poker stars Tried so hard But it all came down like a house of falling cards Drive some cars Every wavy in Mercedes Sipping JD I've got scars But we built this from the ground up Sipping JD when the kids play me. Figures stay clean like a scout's Jay-Z. Love me or hate me, you ain't my midgy. You too flaky, I can't be spacey. Nah, why you tell those lies? Nah, why you bring those guys? Nah, why you give those eyes? I'm gonna cut them ties. Cause if you had the chance, you would keep me down. Create the size and beat me down. Reap the crown and keep the gown. But I'm valued, so you keep me round. See me now, yeah, he be found. He be bound to the starlight. So he spits the bars in the dark right. And he hits the park in the car like. Credit cards all charged like. From the bank I got from like. Batman, no superpowers, just gadgets. You can try, you can't match it. These bars they break like mastics. You got the code, I crack it. AMG up on my jacket, neck hangs on my chain. You mean your chain hangs on your neck? No, cause I represent this Liverpool city and I am the medallion. Biggest Rari in the city and I am the stallion. Success can make you lonely. Sitting eating pasta, sipping on Peroni, and that is Italian. Tried so hard. Got a royal flush like one of them poker stars Try so hard But it all came down like a house of falling cards Drive some cars Every wavy in Mercedes Sipping JD I've got scars But we built this from the ground up Full of heart But we built this from the ground up Finances, the other F word. Music, money, news. Welcome to this week's FOFW Music News. I'm Zoe Terry. Today marks the 35th anniversary of Live Aid. To mark this milestone, the entire event, including some previously unseen footage, can be watched today on Facebook and Twitter. We discussed this legendary concert on episode number 147 of our podcast. The Benefit concert, which was originally broadcast on July 13, 1985, was watched by nearly 2 billion people worldwide. Live Aid was organized by Bob Geldof and Midure. It raised $127 million for famine relief. Bands performed simultaneously at Wembley Stadium in London, UK and JFK Stadium in Philadelphia, US. 
with acts including Queen, Elton John, David Bowie, and U2. Phil Collins performed both in London and USA, flying between the two on Concord. In other news, sadly, Elvis Presley's only grandson, Benjamin Coff, has died at the age of 27. Benjamin was the son of Lisa Marie Presley and her first husband, musician Danny Coff. A cause of death has not yet been announced. Finally, ever-generous Metallica have joined an investment fund to buy other artists' songs, catalogs, and drive up their values. The band have teamed up with former Morgan Stanley investment banker Paul Donahue and others for the World Wired IP Fund, which is an acquisition venture that plans to buy other IP forms besides just music. The fund starts with assets between $300 to $500 million and also involved a former Fender Guitars president, Matt Janopal, and ex-Sony ATV co-president, Rick Krim. That's all for this week. Take care. For more Music Money News, subscribe to Finances, the Other F Word. know i'm always trying to come up with new bits for the show from bell to bell i hope i get you to escape reality and just be entertained you know i was talking with my homegirl mel o she wrote a book called finances the other f word she also has a podcast with the same title see mel and zoe do that money music news segment on the show After talking to Mel a few weeks ago, I decided to finally write a one-of-a-kind book I thought of. I'm going to title it Lyrical Spit. That's all I'm going to share right now, but stay tuned. You all be the first to know. Like I said, I believe it will be a book the first of its kind. As you know, I have a 24-hour Lyrical Spit hotline where you all could leave messages. Well, here's another message. I don't know if it was left by mistake or on purpose, but here it is. Check it out. Hello, mate. What is going on? Like, you uh, gave me your number, and you told me to call you. So, like, you know everything? That's not. <laughs> I will be right back right after Tara Who. You can check out Tara Who at TaraWho.com. This is Tara Who, Panel Math.
it's true that I fart, but I wouldn't call myself a farter. I'm a social farter. I really only do it when I'm out with my friends that fart. We hang out, we drink, we dance. Just have some fun being together. Farting. Sometimes I'll use farting as an excuse to meet a guy. Do you want to go outside for a fart? Yeah. We talk. We fart. Just because I fart at parties now and then, it doesn't make me a farter. Not too much longer, Zelly Vibes will be on. Now, I would like to share this email. You've got mail. This was sent by June. She emailed lyricalspit.com. She emails, Dabashi, you cracked me up. I loved it when you described how to make a PB&J sandwich and s'mores with porn music playing in the background. I guess that would make food porn. Could you do the same with pistachios? Wow. <laughs> Maybe we have something here. Maybe we came up with something. But you know what? Okay. You know what? I'll do it. Just let me find some mood music. Grab that bag tight, but gently. As you handle that nut in your fingers, you put that nut in your mouth and swish it all around, tasting all that wholesome salt. Swishing it all around your wet mouth with all that wet saliva. Then you gently Crack that shell and swallow that nut. The good thing about it, a nut is packed with a lot of protein. <laughs> I will be right back, and you can check out this next artist on Facebook under Ioni Music, A-Y-O-N-I Music. This is Ioni for you. You're standing under the moon You look like I love you In every vein you love me It bleeds blue Trace your fingers down my back Squeeze me Down, warm this proud now with me. 
Finances, the other F word. Music, money, news. I'm Melo, and here is your FOFW Money News. Today is tax day, and many companies are finding it difficult to navigate under challenging relief packages and bills all coming due at once, such as estimated tax payments for 2020, along with potential IRS payments for tax year 2019. According to Bloomberg, the IRS has stated that all taxpayers need to file a return on July 15th, quote, regardless of whether or not they can pay in full, end quote. There are multiple ways the IRS has for people to pay over time. This is made more trying by the fact that some businesses and people have experienced significant downturn in profits and or been laid off. In other news, according to MarketWatch, in the midst of a pandemic, we are seeing banks such as Goldman Sachs, Citicorp, and JP Morgan gathering mass amounts in investment banking fees. These fees have been generated primarily from underwriting bond issues. For a better understanding of this, please refer to episode number 20 and to our series on The Men Who Built America, starting at episode number 76. And finally, in another report from MarketWatch, Apple has won a battle in the European Union over unpaid tax debt. The General Court of the European Union, one of the highest courts in the EU, annulled a prior decision from 2016. The debate was over the question if Ireland had given a sweetheart deal to Apple in the form of tax breaks equaling approximately 13 billion in euros. 
An investigation was launched in 2014 on the basis that two Irish corporations, whom are arms of Apple, only paid a 1% tax rate in 2003, and then in 2014, their tax rate had dropped to 0.005%. The high court ruled there was not sufficient evidence presented and overturned the prior decision that Apple would need to pay up. Today is the last day to file your taxes. Get on it. I'm Elo, and that is your FOFW Money News. For more music money news, subscribe to Finances the Other F Word.
That was Annihilate Tomorrow by Das Morte. You can check out Das Morte at dasmorte.com. You could help support this show and keep this show free for you all by buying some of our swag of apparel at butcherspit.com. And you know what? I will be right back with our guest, Zelly Vibes, right after Zelly Vibes, S-O-B. See you on the other side. The legendary fireman. bad vibes and there are good vibes but I would like to welcome my guest to Lyrical Spit the best vibes of them all Zelly Vibes hey. how you doing I'm doing so good thank you for the intro oh uh, you know I try my best but before we get going I'm gonna have to spin the wheel for the first timers random question to break the ice okay are you down I'm down. Okay, you better have your thinking cap on. Here we go. Let me spin it. All right. Let me rip up the envelope. All right. The random question is, if you could only pick one candy for the rest of your life, which would it be and why? And here are your three choices. M&M's, Payday, or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Um, can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you could only pick one candy for the rest of your life, which would it be and why? Here's your three choices. M&M's, okay. M&M's, Payday, Payday, I can't even talk, or Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> 
my God, that's crazy. Oh, wow. I'm in between M&M's and Reese's. Um, I love Reese's, but I also love M&M's. <laughs> and honestly, this is so hard. I told you, put on but your I'm thinking. Gonna have to go, I'm going to have to go with Reese's. All right. Okay, Reese's. Okay, that's a good choice. Good choice. Yeah, I love I love the the texture, the the flavor. I love peanut butter, so that's why. <laughs> hey, Reese's peanut butter cup. You better send her some in, uh, some uh, free boxes of Reese's peanut butter cup for giving you a shout out. Ryan, you hook me up. <laughs> well, you know, I know you're in Vegas, so you know how's Vegas doing with all this coronavirus virus stuff going on. You know what? I honestly, I feel like I don't know what to believe when it comes down to the numbers, you know, uh-huh. with everything going on. I, I've done my own research, and um, I feel like there's people, not, not like through the news, not what we see in the news, but what I have um, seen through my own research is that there are people who are posting about their experiences and you know, it's kind of confusing because the media shows something and then the people, the actual people, are speaking about their experiences and it just doesn't match up. You know, people are saying that that um, it started with a post of a person that was going to um, Walgreens to get a test and uh-huh. then they ended up not doing it because... They ended up not doing it because, um, you know, there was a lot of people, but they had their name and, and information on there. They ended up calling them and telling them that they had the virus when they didn't even, you know, uh, they didn't even take the test. So it's kind of like the numbers are so odd. So I don't really know, like, based on the numbers. I I feel like at first it's like everywhere else, you know, um, it was chaos. I mean, the stores, the grocery stores right. were a mess. And here with the casinos, number one, you know, it's it's a tourist area. So it hit the community very, very hard. Um, a lot of people that live here in Vegas, they work in casinos and everyone was either laid off or let go. And it was just really sad. It's still really sad. A lot of my friends still haven't gone back to work. Some of them have, um, you know, for me as a uh, self-employed uh, person, me, I did get hit in some ways. For example, you know, I a lot of my income comes from doing shows. I was doing from one to four shows, and I always sell out my merch at the show. So it kind of, you know, you just have to adapt, and, and it's everywhere. You know, right now, I have gotten um, invited to to go and perform at places but I'm just still not comfortable yet like I just feel like they rushed into opening the casinos and everything again and you have to understand it's not like everywhere else it's like a tourist place so everyone wants to come here to Vegas and and you know go to the casinos and there have been a lot well reports say that there has been a spike and actually as of recently I believe last week they closed down the, the bars again because of um, the situation because they say that the numbers have spiked up. And um, it's really sad to not really know what to believe, what to trust. I just, you know, follow what they say about, you know, washing my hands, wearing yeah. a mask. I carry hand sanitizer with me. 
I try to avoid crowded places. Um, and if I do an activity, like I'm still creating, doing videos and, you know, photo shoots, it's always um, less, definitely way less than 10 people, you know, that I'm all, I'm around. And it's usually the same people that I'm around. And I, I know everyone is uh, following up with, with the same um the same rules, you know, wearing a mask and, and all that. Even at the dance class, you know, they, I take dance classes. So even at the dance classes, there's only a certain amount of people that can go and you have to wear the mask and, and everything like that. But yeah, it's pretty crazy out yeah. here. I can't wait till things go back to some type of normal because it just feels like Vegas is not what it is anymore you know oh i feel you I, I know what you're saying i'm confused with you know i know there's something out there but even washington state they they got caught from the governor they you know people inflating the coronavirus numbers that they were adding say if you, if you, you get, like a person got shot and died a person died in a wreck and they said they died with coronavirus because it was in their system and they got outed and stuff, and, and I don't know. It's just it's all you know. A lot of it, and I guess if you die, you know, with the virus, the hospital gets a kickback. You know, like thirty some thousand dollars. If the, I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that. That's the reason why. Oh, by the way, what I was telling you about the person that went to Walgreens and then they got you know marked uh-huh. as positive. They they were they made a Facebook post and they were like no you know I didn't even take the test how are you telling me that they hung up on him and then another person went and tried and, and did the same thing just to prove a point they did the same thing to them and then another person did it and the same thing happened so it's more than one person that this is happening to. yeah and they're saying that they for every person that 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 is positive they get a kickback and so. You know, what is going on? I'm just, like, so confused, and I'm, I just, I I don't even know what to do right now other than, you know, just be cautious myself. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, just make sure that the people that I'm around are also being cautious. You know, I... You know, all my wrestling gigs, all they're all canceled all the way past January, and... I think I had the coronavirus early January. I came back from Ohio and got back. I was definitely sick. I mean, I was so sick. I mean, so I went in to urgent care and they, they said, oh, you just got a, uh, you just got a virus or whatnot. And um, I said, are you sure? And they said, yeah, you'll be fine. So then, uh, uh, was it uh, about a week later? I went back in because I I couldn't even drive myself to the hospital or nothing like that. I was so sick, and I went in, and then they end up saying I had influenza A and pneumonia, and they just dropped it at that. And then about a month later, that's when this whole coronavirus, you know, came, and you know, you know wow, that's, that's so crazy because in November I was invited to go to a festival that is called day and night but uh-huh. they brought it here to las vegas and they changed the name to day in vegas and it was thousands of people here and this was november it was november and um i went to the festival everything was good i was okay the next day i woke up with a sore throat right and 
um, you know, it was just not normal. I smoked, so I was like, oh, you know, it was probably I smoked too much or something. Like, you know, I was also talking, drinking. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be okay. But then as the day went on, I started feeling really achy. By, the, by nighttime, it was horrible. I felt like something was wrong with me. And wow. I was, the next day, I woke up so freaking sick. I mean, I was so sick. You felt like death, huh? I've ever, I've ever gotten sick in my life. Like, I yep. can't even, it was so, it was so bad. I was coughing up blood. Wow. And, yeah, it was so bad. And, um, you know, they were telling me that it was just a, like a flu, a regular flu. And I, I couldn't taste anything. I was, I remember being just being so upset crying because I kept telling my family, you know, I kept telling my family, like, you guys, like, this is not normal. Like, I seriously, like, I can't taste the food. I can't, I can't taste anything. Oh, you had it. um, It it was the worst. It was the worst two weeks of my life. I I mean, it was just so horrible. I felt like I was never going to be okay. I I felt like I wasn't going to be okay (laughs) ever again. And, 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 you know, me, I couldn't even talk. And, and, you know, my voice is everything to me. I mean, with my job is everything. Yeah. You know, I, I had, um, I, I, I was, um, I was just so shocked because I've never been that sick in my life, like ever. And, um, now, you know, I got, I got better. Everything was good. And, and I told, I keep telling my family and my friends, like, guys, like, I really think I had it. Yeah. I, like, you I probably really did. think I had it. Well, but so like two weeks ago at the Tacoma Dome, they had a, I, I made an appointment, so I stuck that swab all the way up in my nose. Felt like I hit my brain. It came back oh negative. <laughs> I, it came back negative that I didn't have it. And I asked them when they called me. I said, "Can they t- would that tell if I had the antibodies?" And they said, "No, I'd have to get a blood test." So I, I'm due for a physical. So just I just want to know if I had it, and hopefully you know see if I had the antibodies. But yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, let's, let's, let's just backtrack a little bit and, 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 and let's talk about, uh, where you grew up and, and, uh, how'd you start on your musical journey? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I was born in California, Fortuna, California, which is 14 hours away from Las Vegas, up north. It's, um, cows everywhere. Uh, uh, green grass everywhere, houses separated. I mean, it's it's totally different than than where I was raised. Um, but I was born out there, and then I, uh, my family went back to Mexico, where um my dad and my mom were from, and I grew up there for a bit, and then we came back to America, and um we came here to Las Vegas. We had some family here, and uh-huh. ever since I've, I've been here. And, um, uh, but, you know, with the music stuff, I, the first memory I ever had, I ever had, you know, that I can remember is, uh, when I was about four years old, uh-huh. um, I would learn the songs from, you know, the commercials and, um, uh, like the lawyer, you know, those, those lawyer songs. Yeah. Like those jingles. The jingles. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would, I would learn jingles. And I would just be playing, and I would memorize them, and I would just, you know, sing them. And um, also, my mom used to watch soap operas, so I would 
during the intro of of the music um, of the of this uh, the soap opera. They have like a theme song and all that. And um, from there, uh, I would perform for my family at family gatherings. Nice. With my cousin, and uh, that's where my mom started noticing, like, wow, she can really sing. You know, everyone kept telling her, like, wow, you know, you you should really look into that because she really loved it this much, and she's really good. Like, she's getting really good at it. And so, my mom went to a store to get my first karaoke CDs, <laughs> and that's where they <laughs> that's where they referred her to. Um, to a performance teacher and so I started going to dance classes and it was a dance company but my teacher was also training me um in you know just performing and and uh, then she had me taking dance classes and so whenever they had performances she would uh have me perform during the time where they would change into a different outfit and things like that Wow. And so she kind of became kind of like a manager. And I I mean, I didn't have a normal childhood at all. No? I had, I, no, it was, uh, you know, and now that I think about it, I'm grateful. But in a, in a sense, it's kind of hard because I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that, that my parents were so supportive. But, you know, growing up like that, I didn't have a normal childhood. Like, I never really got to hang out with my friends like, like that. And I didn't even go to the movies up until uh, I was, like, out of high school. Why, why is I, that? I never really had fun. Why is that? Because instead of hanging out with my friends and doing, you know, teenager things, I was, perform- I was uh, rehearsing. Oh, okay. I would perform every weekend. We had a, either private parties, schools, casinos. I mean, I've performed everywhere you can think of. I've, we traveled. Um, I mean, but that was when I used to do only Spanish music. So I, I started with Spanish music and singing folk, Mexican folk music. And um, it was really fun, you know, but it got to the point where I felt confused. I didn't really know if I was doing it because my parents uh-huh. were so involved or is it because I really like it, you know. It, they were just really supportive and I'm so grateful for that. But it did, it did come to a point where I just felt the pressure because I didn't feel so connected to to what they wanted me to do you know they they kind of were looking out for me and stuff and and I get that they they had invested a lot of time and, and money into supporting me but um it just came to the point where you know my teacher would always tell me you know you I feel like there's more that you can give but it feels like you're holding back and at the time, I was like, I'm trying my best, but it was because it wasn't my, it wasn't all the way what I wanted to do, you know? Right. Like, it was, it wasn't, even though, even though I love my roots, I love my culture, but um, I also grew up here, so I have the American culture, you know, and that's how I started um, uh, exploring with different sounds, and um, yeah, from there... I took a break when I started after high school and I had, you know, I went to college. I had a regular, you know, uh, your regular lifestyle like right. that everyone wants, you know, just like what the system wants you to do. Just, uh, I was going to college, had a full-time job. I was working for Sony PlayStation, troubleshooting PlayStation. I was, 
Um, I was doing that. I had my own apartment, a nice car. I mean, what could go wrong, right? But I didn't feel complete. I felt like something was missing. And uh-huh. so I went back to my uh, performance teacher, and I was just kind of like talking to her. You know, I feel this way, and I don't know why. Like, I don't know why. And she said, well, what, what makes you feel complete? And I said, honestly, my family and music. And ever since that day, I just never went back. I, I pursued music ever since, and I never went back. And, and I started uh, exploring with the music that I actually wanted to, to create, you know, because I felt like like that was the problem for me. I just didn't feel like that was the music that I wanted to make. Um, and uh, I transitioned from Spanish music to English music, and now I do both. I do Spanish music. Well, nice. That's a, what was the, do you remember the first, uh, English song you did? Yes, actually, I, uh, by that time, you know, I went through a really weird stage because when I transitioned from Spanish to English music, uh-huh. number one, my family didn't really understand it. You know, uh-huh. my family didn't really understand it because, you know, they, supported me with the Spanish music for so long and I had a pretty big following already you know I had a pretty big I was in, in on TV I was wow. making pretty decent amount of money I mean it was it was really good I was already getting contacted by labels but they wanted me to be someone that I didn't feel I just didn't feel true to myself you know and I just felt like it was kind of hard for my family to understand that like you know I I didn't really have the answers there yet and so I took it it took me about a year to find my sound wow and so I kept exploring with music the first song that I released is called Heavy Submarine and that song is super special because that's when I, I figured out that I found it and that whole year I was so depressed because I, you know, I felt like my family kind of like didn't really believe in what I was doing or understand it. Mm-hmm. Even though they were supporting me, it just didn't feel like they really believed that I was really going to do it, you know, and that I was going to be successful at, at doing that. And also, you know, just battling myself, just uh, feeling lost. I didn't know because I used to perform with a live band. So, you know, making English music, I had to find instrumentals. I didn't even know where to record. Like wow. it was just chaos. I felt so lost and alone, and I just had to start from scratch. I mean, all the way from scratch. I, I, my, my, uh, you know, I go by Zelly Vibes. My real name is Adele. So with my Spanish music, I used to go by Adele, and so, and so, um, my family, my friends, they call me Zell, Zelly, and so that's where that came from. And so I changed my name. It was like I. It was gone. Every is like a whole new book. So imagine that. Like we had built so much just for me to start over, and wow, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I was so depressed. I mean, I it was horrible, you know. And to all the supporters I had already made from my Spanish music, they turned to bullies. A lot of them did. They would um, send me really horrible things, you know. They really, would tell me that. Yeah, that I wasn't. Um, I was betraying my rules that, you know, I wasn't for my people. And it was just horrible. You know, they they were insulting me. I mean, it was it was so bad. It was kind of like, I almost felt 
like in a way was kind of like racist towards you know your, uh-huh. your like my own people it felt it felt so crazy and you know that's that's i mean i'm pretty sure we'll get into that another time but um you know with everything going on you know not it's not just uh one-sided i mean racism and injustice can can be in so many ways and with all cultures and ethnicities you know and um I, I definitely felt that way. I just felt so alone during that time, but I pushed through, and finally I, I came out with that song, Heavy Submarine, and it was a total success. I mean, it was it was so, so amazing. Um, now I have, uh, because the song did so amazing, um, I made a Spanish version, and um, people just love it. People love that song so much. Wow. Now, when did, when did that come out? That came out in 2016. Okay. Oh, is that when the uh, Zelly Vibes uh, yeah. started? Uh-huh. 2016. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I'm glad, you know, that made me a stronger person. It, it made me have thick skin. Yeah, I did get to me a lot. I mean, man, I cried it out. I cried so much over that because, like I said, in my mind, I knew how I wanted to sound and what I envisioned. But imagine it's just it's just kind of crazy, you know, trying to get people to believe in you and in your vision. I mean, it was just so early then, but I knew it. I knew I knew what I wanted, so I wasn't gonna give up. I just needed to hold on and, and keep going. Did you get some of your Spanish Spanish fans back? Did you win any of them back? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Um, that's, you know, the ones that didn't, the ones that didn't, um, you know, want to support me anymore than they didn't. But um, the ones that remained there and supported me, they, you know, they hit me up. They sent me messages and they always tell me, like, you know, I've been, supporting you since your Spanish music days and we're so proud of you and you know we always knew we believed in you I mean the best time is everything to me seriously like that for for a moment I just felt so alone but I started I started switching my focus into the people that actually supported me and I tell that to a lot of people that are starting out or people that say you know that feel like oh I'm slept on or people don't support me and this and that I'm like no I'm pretty sure there's at least one person that supports you. You just got to focus on that person. Yeah. You know, that's that's exactly what I did. Um, I remember just, you know, when it was only 15 people showing up to my event. And, you know, the last show I had before the virus, I had over 100 people on my guest list. Wow. Wow. At now, House of Blues. Wow. Um, is, do you perform there a lot or do you do different venues around Vegas or... Yeah, um, I mean, you know, since my Spanish music days, I performed in every single casino. Nice. Um, uh, I even, you know, used to do the national anthem at boxing fights and all that wow. stuff. Um, yeah, and so in 20, in, you know, when things really went up for me was when I became a full-time independent artist in uh, the summer of 2017. Um, I lost my job so you know i needed to pay my bills i did street performing on the strip and and fremont downtown and 
I was surviving like that for for some time, and then I came out with uh, a song that has opened so many doors for me. It's called Oh My God, uh-huh. and that song talks about making it, you know, and my struggles, and 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 um, that song just uh, went up. I mean, even got picked up by the radio. I didn't even pay for that or anything. The people started requesting the songs, and so that opened a lot of doors for me. And that's when I feel like I I used to get it started with like I used to get a show once every other month and then it was once every month and then he went to um uh four shows a month nice so, and it wasn't just it wasn't just uh in vegas you know they started uh uh booking me for out of town in uh california arizona denver um miami so wow. uh, texas yeah it's, it's been amazing honestly like imagine if i would have gave up Exactly. So I'm that so happy I did it. That's a note to all these inspire musicians or whatever you want to do. Don't give up. Right. Anyone, anyone, just don't give up because you know it comes a point where you you'll be so glad that you didn't give up. I mean, it's been life changing for me. You know, every single time that I think about it and then I look back. I mean, it was so many days and nights where I used to just cry, cry to myself in the car. You know, because I just felt so lost and and alone then you can't feel like that you can you can and, and it's totally normal but bad times do not last forever you know like life is not going to be perfect but um but you just can't give up for sure so so when it's all said and done what do you how do you want people to uh uh remember you by um you know i would i want people uh, that's a very interesting question. Um, I definitely want people to know that I care, you know, for the elevation of humanity. Um, I want to use my platform to uplift others, you know, because my music is really hardcore and in your face type of vibe. But I also, you know, that's just, I feel like it's just uh, different faces that, that you have. You know, there's times where, I felt like writing about love, and right now I'm I'm writing about other things. I'm writing about motivation and confidence, and you know um, that type of vibe, um, or or like happy music. Um, but I want people to know that you know I'm having. It's okay for you to have fun, um, but at the same time, you know, it has to to be about balance and just uh, going after what makes you happy. Like I just want people. I, I want to inspire people. You know, my life purpose really is just to inspire people to to uh, promote self love, and I want to be proof that that you know you can really make things happen. You don't need. I don't come from from money. I don't come from from connections. I don't come from that. I, I've I've never had to do anything that I didn't want to do to accomplish my goals. You know, um, I I've never had to do anything like that. Everything I've I've I've, all my accomplishments have been because I, I put in the work and I just want it to be proved. I want, I want them, I want people to, to really believe in themselves because if I can do it, like anyone can. And that's not just with music, like just with, with everything in life, you know, like it's just, it's just about putting your mind to it. I want people to, to take that with them. 
Wow. Wow. Yep. That's very inspiring. Well, you know, we got a handful of email questions from the fans, the listeners. Do you mind answering some questions? Yes, I'm good. I'm so excited. Okay, here we go. I got to hit my my old school AOL American Online uh, email sound effect. Oh, wrong, wrong one. Wrong one. Right here. You've got mail. Okay, you got mail. Okay, this first one is from Brenda. She emailed lyricalspit at gmail.com. See, Debashi, I really like your new format and podcast. Keep up the great work. When will you be back in the wrestling ring? That's a two-part question. Well, uh, Brenda, all my bookings are pretty much squashed until the first of the year. So I'll keep everyone abreast on that. And the question for Zelly Vibes says, I checked out your stuff when Dabashi posted your link on Facebook. I like your vibe. Who are or who are or were you or who are your inspirations in the music industry and why? Oh nice. Hey Brenda, thank you for your questions. Thank you for checking out my music. Um uh performing is my favorite part of doing music. Um and my inspirations are people who I think are the best performers of all time, like Selena, Michael Jackson, and Beyonce. And uh, when it comes to making music, I'm inspired by my culture. I'm inspired by hip-hop. I'm inspired by life experiences and my friends and my family. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay, got another one, and this is from Jesus Walker. And he mailed lyricalspit at gmail.com. And he goes, I thought SOB, the SOB video was great. What was your inspiration for that song or for that song SOB? They flood the Butcher Debashi. Great job on putting on some great music and having great guests on Lyrical Spit. Well, thank you, Jesus. Ah, shout out to Jesus Walker. Thank you for your question. Um, thank you for checking out the video. Uh, for this song, I wanted everyone uh, who listened to the song to feel confident and energetic. Uh, I picture people listening to this song on their way to work or, you know, on your way to closing out a deal. I envision people listening to SOB while they're working out. So pretty much just motivation for you to go get it. Okay. What does SOB stand for? SOBs for sliding on bitches. So, and by that, that's just a remark. And like, that's like slang for, you know, just kind of like the haters, you know? That's just really for your daughters. For gotcha. Like, no, like you're, you're really going to go and, and do what you say you're going to do, you know? And you just don't care about the haters. Like you're, you're going to prove them wrong. Okay. Okay. All right, next one here. This is from DG, and he emailed lyricalspit at gmail.com. Zelly Vibes, any good and funny pranks or road stories or after par- or road stories or after party stories? Also, have you ever had any scary mor- moments during a performance? If so, would you mind sharing? Man, I can't even read. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, shout out to BG. Thank you for your question. Then, um, one time after a performance in San Diego, I was taking photos with the people um, after the show. You know, it's a little bit of chaos after the show. Uh, people get so excited, and sometimes it's just too much. And uh, a girl approached me and hugged me and leaned forward to kiss me and hug me. And it was just, like, not a normal kiss, you know, like, on the cheek or anything like that. It was like she just wanted to throw herself at me and kiss me on the mouth and was really persistent and wow. kind of aggressive. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And someone from my team noticed right away and and uh, and blocked the girl and space kind of got in between and it was one of the first times that I've ever felt overwhelmed like it was it was just you know I can understand why when you do meet and greet it's kind of uh, more of an intimate thing right. because there needs to be a little bit of more uh, I don't want to uh, like just more organized, I guess, you know, to, to avoid things like that. I mean, you know, I'm really cool and really chill. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I have fun and all that, but it's just like personal space, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, it's when it's too much, you don't, I'm not, I'm a really, I try to be as understanding and as nice as possible, but it's just, you know, it's, it's just, I can't, there's times where you just kind of have to stand your ground, like, it's just too much, um, and a scary moment was uh, one time during my performance, someone was so drunk that they jumped on stage and wanted to snatch the mic for me. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, and it really scared me at the moment because I'm performing. I'm like, yo, what's going on? It was pretty funny now, but, um, like, during the moment, it was kind of scary. But um, they got removed from stage and the security, you know, walked them out. So, yeah. Now, do you, do you travel with security, or do the venue uh, supply security? Uh, both, 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 yeah. Um, it it really depends if if it's just like a one one time performer performance. Um, usually the um venue provides the security, but if I if I put on the event, then I hire my own security. Gotcha. And then if it's uh, for a tour, they usually have security that come with us. Are they armed or? Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if everyone that you that you hire, or, I mean, especially for the venues, they're all armed. But the people that I hire are people who uh, work at casinos and uh-huh. events and, and things like that. So they're certified to carry. That, that's that's um, that's awesome. So, oh, you got to protect yeah, yourself, you girl. Never know, you know? Exactly. Right. Exactly. All right. Uh, got another one from Sarah, and it says Zelly Vibes. You know, that name really rolls off your tongue very well. Zelly Vibes. I like it. Okay. Zelly Vibes, being a woman in the entertainment industry, have you ever been in like a Harvey Weinstein situation where they tried to take advantage of their power? I hope you didn't. But if you did, how did you handle it? Okay, Sarah. Um, well, hi. <laughs> and thank you so much for, for your question. I've never got a question like that. Yeah, thank um, you, Sarah. Before. But, um, you know, 
I feel like I feel a responsibility to share my testimony. I feel like I want girls uh, to not feel alone, and maybe my story can help parents. When I was in high school, so, you know, meaning I was underage, I was referred to a voice coach by my performance teacher, and I went to his house where he gave his private lessons. And um, the first class was pretty good. He was an older man, probably like in his uh, 70s, wow. 80s. Um, yeah, he was an older man. And he was pretty cutthroat. He made you work hard. He was a professional, trained vocal coach. He was trained in Italy. And so, you know, he was really good. Uh, the second class was good too, everything normal. But the third class, he asked me to do an exercise where I would be using a bell to put on my diaphragm to mm -hmm. help me control my breathing. And uh, he got close to me to make the bell tighter, but he tried, he did something inappropriate. He, you know, reached he tried because he didn't wow. do it all the way, but he tried to reach down my pants. And it was really scary. I was much younger. And, you know, I stepped back. I grabbed my keys and I left. I told my teacher, but she didn't really believe me. They thought I was being dramatic. Um, it, it was until he tried to kiss another student that she referred in one of his private lessons that they finally believed it. And, you know, they made reports about it, and uh, but I just never, never went back. And ever since, I actually have never, I, ever since, I haven't had another vocal coach. I feel like I that don't blame kind you. of, you know, made me feel really crazy. And I've, I've never, I've never shared this story before. You know, this is very personal. Oh. Um, but with everything going on, you know, with everything going on, I feel like it's important for me to talk about these things. You know, I think it's my life purpose to uh, bring light into these situations because, you know, maybe someone is listening that uh, has kids or friends or someone, you know, that has gone through an experience and people don't believe them. And, and then, unfortunately... You know, because they don't believe them, it happens to another kid, and and it's just really, really messed up. And you know, there's there's been um, there have been other moments throughout my career, um, and, but I'm still here pushing forward, and 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 everything. You know, I just want to uh, utilize my testimony to help others. I've learned to listen to my intuition. I'm rarely alone now at sessions, unless I I've known the person for some time. Uh, but being a woman in the entertainment industry is hard. You know, it's, it's really hard. You just got to be really alert. Yeah. Very aware of your surroundings. And most importantly, you learn, you, you need to learn how to speak up. You know, you can't let the pressure of someone's position or status control your actions. You know, meaning, uh, you know, don't, don't get fooled by people promising you things or, or, or any of that. People, people who really believe in you. And want to help you will show you respect. Yep. You don't need to do anything that you don't want to do, you know. And and if you don't feel comfortable, and I mean in the slightest way, as even if if you don't like someone calling you out of your name, if they call you sweetie or beautiful or or anything, or if you feel a vibe, just ask respectfully to to um uh, be called your name 
you know, just speak up. Let them know that it's business from the start and carry yourself like you want to be treated. And, and I really hope the best for, for everyone. And I feel like, I don't know, now I feel like people are more open to, to speak up. But I feel like for the longest, people were afraid to speak up. And, and that's how you feel, girl. That's how, how I felt growing up, you know, it's just kind of um, scared. And, yeah, there's, well, like I said, there's been other, other, other things, but, um, you know, thankfully I'm, I'm, I've been okay and I've learned how to carry myself in the industry and in those things. And I feel like I went through all of that so I could share my testimony and, and I can help other people. You know, yeah. Thanks for sharing. And I'm sure, you know, just hearing that, you know, that's, that's going to help people out, you know, and, you know, you're Zelly vibes and you're giving out positive vibes. I know that's kind of right. cheesy, but you know. <laughs> no, but that's the truth. Yep. All right, we got another one here, and this was from Tammy Love. She emailed lyricalspit at gmail dot com, and it says Zelly Vibes. If you had a chance to take a time machine and go back in time to have dinner with one person that is no longer with us, and pick their brain, who would it be and why? Hey, Tammy, thank you for your question. Um, if I could go back, I would like to talk to Selena and Michael Jackson. I'm just so inspired by their art. I wish I could have gone to at least one of their concerts. Um, also, Albert Einstein, uh, because he was just such a wise man. And even back then, he, I just feel like he was just so ahead of his time. I love reading his quotes. and Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those are two great people. That's awesome. Okay, uh, we got one last email. And this was from Billy G. Hey, that almost sounds like Billy Jean, you know, Michael Jackson. Uh, look at that. <laughs> he goes, thank She goes, uh, she emailed lyricalspit at gmail.com and says, thank you, Dave Fola, for sharing the Zelly Vibe link. I checked her out and really like her stuff. Zelly, is there any place you haven't performed that you would like to? And if there's anything and oh, you would like to, is there anything you are doing to keep yourself sane during the coronavirus? Yes. Um, thank you for checking me out. And yes, um, I feel like so many places I would love to perform. Uh, but for sure, New York and overseas. At the beginning, when the virus started, it was really hard. But then you have to adapt. That's that's what I've been doing all this time, just adapting and finding uh, creativity within this time. Uh, you know, life is never gonna be perfect. I just work with what I got, and I'm still creating and dropping music. Um, all bad times are temporary, and I just, I'm so excited to, just the, the, the thought of me performing again is so exciting to me. I mean, I feel like if before I was, I was grateful for it, now, um, I really cherish that, you know, just being able to, to perform and, and being around people that support me. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Is there anything else you want to let the listeners know about you? Any shout outs, last words, your social media links? Um, take it away. Yes. Um, I would like to shout out every single person that supports me. I want to um, just say thank you so much to, to all of you guys because you helped motivate me. You guys help motivate me. You guys help pushing me forward. I've accomplished so much uh, with with you guys. I feel like you guys you guys are part of my career, and and it just means so much that you guys care about something that means so much to me. So shout out to every single person that takes the time to support me to check out my music. It 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 makes it makes my my entire day, you know, just like these messages that you just shared with me. I'm like, wow, people really took the time to to do that, you know, to write to me. And I just want to say thank you. Shout out to all of you guys for that. Awesome. Well, how about share your social media links or how people could get a hold of you or maybe book you? Yes. Um, I have a website, uh, net. Um, you guys should find everything about me on there, uh, performances, my upcoming performances, uh, when I have them. <laughs> you know, right now with everything going on, um, I won't be performing anytime soon, but when everything goes back to normal, you'll be able to find where I'm going to be performing on there. Um, my social media, Instagram at Zelly Vibes, Twitter at Zelly Vibes, Facebook at Zelly Vibes. Um, you can find all the links to my music on there as well my website or my social media but if you have spotify apple music youtube soundcloud uh google play just type in zelly vibes and you'll be able to um, listen to, to my music awesome awesome don't forget to follow me on twitter at lyrical debashi and you can get all the show links at lyricalspit.com take us home and introduce this song that we're about to play to end the show. Yes. I'm so excited to um, introduce this next song. It's my latest single. It's called Con Dios Palante. And this song means, Con Dios Palante means with God moving forward or uh, with God's willing. And uh, this song I wrote a year ago when I was going through some, you know, rocky times. And I felt the need to release this song right now, especially with everything going on. And, you know, um, I feel like this song is so beautiful. It talks about having faith. Like I said, you know, all, all bad times are just bad times. Like, they won't last forever. And I hope that you enjoy the song. The song is called Comios Palante. And I will be dropping a video for this song, so stay tuned for that. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me here on the podcast. I really appreciate you. And uh, it, it was such a great time. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was my honor. And as I say, me casa su casa, me podcasta su podcasta, or whatever <laughs> you want to say it. And thank you. And hey. Here we go. Oh, and one more thing. Remember this. Hate don't beat hate, but love has a chance. And Epstein didn't kill himself. A 
I think.